Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Deeper Daily Podcast. Paul here, 21st day of February, continuing on in Luke chapter 9. And we are at a tremendous, tremendous little passage uh, that probably needs to get more attention in today's polarized environment. Listen to Luke chapter 9, verses 49 and 50. John answered, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he does not follow with us. But Jesus said to him, Do not stop him, for the one who is not against you is for you. Now, of course, you can tell why I say this could be something that needs a little more intention and attention in our environment because we, well, we've got a lot of people against each other and we got a lot of people dividing off into camps. Let's shelve that for just a second, deal with what we closed with yesterday, the idea that John answered, even though there's no question asked. Um, I don't think it has to do with a question. I think it is in some way a reflection of who might have been involved in the previous argument. Remember, we talked about an argument arose among them as to who of them was the greatest, which of them was the greatest. And I don't know who was in that argument. I know Jesus put an end to it by putting the child in his midst and saying, this is what you got to become. John answered, seems to indicate that John was involved. Either way, John feels like he needs to get clarity on something. Uh, For John, it's not enough to do miracles in Jesus' name. The person doing the miracles needed to be following with them. We tried to stop him because he doesn't follow with us. Now, he doesn't say we tried to stop him because he disagrees on some fine points of theology. Uh, We tried to stop him because um, we didn't like the way he was doing it. No, his is very straightforward. We tried to stop him because he's not over here in this group. we got this little group that runs around with you, and he's not in it. This is apparently someone who is uh, casting out demons in the name of Jesus. I mean, imagine that. We don't, I don't really think about this a lot, and I probably should. There's someone out there who's not in the little circle of Jesus followers, and John's just walking along one day, and he hears about the guy. And he goes over and watches as the man casts demons out of someone and does it in the name of Jesus. And John sees it happening and thinks, wait a second, this guy can't do that. I've never even met this guy. He can't be casting out demons in the name of Jesus. So John tries to stop him, rebukes him. Jesus says, don't. If he's not against you, he's for you. Jesus is arguing to John and, of course, to the reader, because we are the reader, to all of us, that there's no neutrality in in the struggle against evil. Those not against us are for us. That's a test we ought to apply to other people. If they're not against us, they're for us. They may not agree with us. They may not say the way we say it, do it the way we do it. But this is also very, very important for us to sink our teeth into as to how many people we disagree with that we make against us. There's a call here to just let people be. And 
there's a call to discern the difference between people who are actively against you and people who just aren't with you. But there's also a responsibility to all of us to just understand that some people aren't with us, but we don't need to be against them. They don't go to our church. They don't worship the way we worship. They don't sing the way we sing, dress the way we dress, act the way we act. They don't do the stuff we do. And if we're not careful, and man, I've been in this, we can look at them and think, well, they're not really the kind of Christian that we are. They're some other version that's probably not, and I, I don't know if anybody else thought this, but man, this was the way I saw it. They go, well, they're probably not even really saved. I mean, they do that and that and this and that, and they don't do this. And well, we, they're probably not even. And yet they're not against Jesus. They're not fighting and against the passion and the resurrection. They're not trying to, and I'm not saying all, but I'm, I'm making, a, of course, a, a case. And so we ought to take that into account. Now, you could say, this is a test that we have to apply to other people. Are they against us? If they're not, well, then they're for us. But there's also a test we have to apply to ourselves. And I'm not, I don't want to spend too much time on it because we're working in Luke and we're going to get there. But in Luke 11, 23, Jesus says, whoever's not with me is against me. Whoever does not gather with me scatters. Jesus, he's not, is he contradicting himself? Again, I don't want to get too deep into it because it'll be a couple chapters before we're there and we'll really work on it. But just suffice to say that no, of course, Jesus isn't working against himself, but showing us two different kinds of judgments. One in Luke 9 is John talking about someone he saw outside the group. And then in Luke 11, Jesus is accused of casting out devils by the power of the devil. Jesus is basically saying that, that would be working against my that would be a house working against itself. Instead, a house needs to judge itself. It needs to look into itself. So Luke 9 is how we deal with people outside of our group. Luke 11 is how we deal with us. And in Luke 11, we're going to learn that if you're not with him, you're against him. And if you don't gather, then you're scattering. So take serious the business of following Jesus, but take it serious for you. It's not your job to judge other people's following of Jesus, but it is your job to judge yours. So when, when we say we shouldn't be judgmental, we need a caveat. We, don't, we shouldn't need it, but we do. We're not allowed to judge others, but we are required to judge us. It isn't an option. You know, just to, we don't just get to say, ah, well, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. It matters. You, and stop making, don't, don't try to make it matter for going to heaven or going to hell. Put that, put, that on the, put that on the righteousness of Christ, not on you. But your discipleship, your following of Jesus, the role belongs to you. We're going to see a Samaritan village. We're going to see a rejection. We're going to see the disciples who just saw Elijah on the mountain evoke the spirit of Elijah. How will Jesus handle this? This is an amazing passage. We'll get into it tomorrow. God bless.